0: Entrepreneurs never settle. I am so excited. On this episode, we are going to be talking to Courtney Hopper. Courtney is a real estate professional with a passion for her career, and she has created a thriving business in the New York City market. Despite the competitive reputation for her industry, she has sold over $1 hundred million dollars worth of property, and has developed a client base who appreciate not only her skill level and her professionalism, but also her warmth, infectious joy, and extremely balanced persona. Through her experience as a breadwinner, entrepreneur, wife, and mother, she has learned how to balance a bustling and demanding professional life with a rich existence away from her desk. She believes that happiness and joy come from within, And that when we take the responsibility upon ourselves to light our own light, we become free. Through her podcast, A Life Less Ordinary, and her YouTube channel, she helps you discover or rediscover the own internal spark inside of yourself. Courtney lives with her family on the Upper West Side. It's just a half a block from Central Park. She loves a good run around the reservoir or a lazy walk through the ramble with an oak milk latte and a friend. She often makes time for adventures outside of the city or a road trip to visit family. Courtney believes that you can be successful while reserving time for yourself and the ones you love. Courtney, welcome. Well, welcome! Thank you so much for having me today, Paul.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Yes,
0: and I'm so excited to have you, Courtney. We could talk about hours. For you, you are you are the of productivity and success. So it's so exciting. So, how is it being a real estate agent in the city now? I love
1: it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I uh, I love what I do. I get to meet interesting, different people every day. I get to see beautiful, beautiful spaces. I absolutely love New York City. Every day is a little bit different. Um, I have to juggle a ton uh, on my calendar, and uh, and I'm sitting in my beautiful office right now with a lovely view of all of Midtown, Um, and it's
0: it's great. It's great. I love it. You know, and I think people, you know, you know, well. Let's just say that I think media has portrayed that New York City real estate market is dead. And that's quite the opposite, right? It's really thriving right now. It, it is. It is. I would
1: say that the city is getting a really, really bad moment in the news. Right. Um, and, you know, some of it's a little justified. I mean, it's quieter than normal. A lot of people feel that they don't need to be here because, you know, they're holed up in a second home or with family where they have more space. Um, But I feel that the city is super lively. The restaurants here are awesome, the way that they've done sidewalk cafes and flowers and plants everywhere and outdoor musicians. And the market is actually moving. Um, Things are reasonably priced. But a lot, a lot of people are taking this moment as an opportunity to get in at a good price so that once the city feels a little bit more like a
0: city again, it will uh, it will be a really good good solid investment. Yes, I and I'm one of those graves. Agree. Well, Courtney, you come across so balanced, and even though you juggle quite a lot in your career and your family, you told me that you didn't always feel uh, this way. Can you tell us a little bit about your story?
1: Yes, yes, I would be happy to. So I um, am originally from Michigan, ten acres on a lake, and horses next door. And I had the good fortune to grow up in an extremely extremely um, warm, positive uh, environment. Um, from a very small age, my family said, you know, you can do whatever you want. You're smart. You know, the, the world is kind of your oyster. Like, you know, if you have, you know, drive, you're a hard worker, you can do anything. I was very, very fortunate to have that kind of mentality from a super young age. Um, and honestly, for, for a lot of my sort of younger years, as a result, I think of that mindset, things came pretty easily to me. I was always a hard worker. Um, that that was, There was never an exception to that. But I definitely had like my personal mission statement. I believed in like the goodness of people. <laughs> and right. I believed that, you know, things can be easy. Or, or, you know, you can kind of find your own path. But I um I did find that as I got older and things piled up on my plate and I had more responsibility at work and I was a mentor and I was responsible to my mm-hmm. being round tables at my office and I, I wanted to be a good wife and also I had kids and then I wanted to do volunteer and like all the stuff that we take on as we get, you know, older, wiser, more successful. I mean, most of the people here listening are solopreneurs, you know, they, they likely are, you know, in business driven, you know, motivated, um, go-getters. But, you know, there's, there's this place that I found myself where I felt very overwhelmed. I felt like I wasn't good at anything. Uh, I felt Mm -hmm. like I was dropping balls everywhere and in pursuit of kind of this like work-life balance I was really failing <laughs> and it just, Christ, you know, I, I, gained a ton of weight. I was tired. Um, and honestly, even compliments that get complimented by, you know, people at my office, like, Hey, this is Courtney. You know, she's a, uh, she's really fantastic. You know, she's good at what she does. And I felt inside like, no, I'm not like, I'm not worthy of that, of that, of that right now. Um, and, uh, wow. and I needed to find a way out of that.
0: Yeah. And so how did you, then tell me, how did you, when you hit those roadblocks, can you tell us a little bit how you overcome that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that at that time, um, i kind of, my mindset had kind of bought into the fact that this is just how life is. You know, you right, look right. at like memes on social media, Just get through the day and get my wine, you know, everything will be happy. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay if you like put on a little bit extra weight because, you know, you're a mom now <laughs> and it's, you know, you have a lot on your plate and that's just what happens, right? right? Or, you know, it's okay to kind of bicker with your husband a little bit because, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> marriage is difficult and that's just, that's just the way it is. And I think that we have this um communal mindset a lot in society where we just accept things as they are, mm-hmm. even though, we we don't really love it. We're not feeling, in, you know, uh, like lit up. We're not yeah. enjoying life to, you know, to its fullest potential. And we kind of accept that, I guess, this is just what it is, you know? And when I was young, I dreamed about, like, you know, being, being excited about things and, and celebrating things and, like, life is going to be awesome. And then you kind of get to this place, I think a lot of people do, where you're just like, okay, well... <laughs> is what it is, I suppose. Um, And then I decided that I'm not, I I can't like, this is not, this is not how I want the rest of my life to be. I really need to take responsibility. I really need to like pick myself up, look myself in the mirror and say, is this, is this it? Like, are you happy with this? And when I looked back and I said, no, no, I'm not. (laughs) This needs to be fixed. Um, I need to get this under control. I need to, you know, take the reins, um, you know, and taking responsibility and saying, okay, you know, it is not going to fix itself on its own. I need to change some things about, you know, my daily habits, my routine, um, how I'm looking at things in my perspective to, to set a better course.
0: Okay. So, and then was that like your, what was your aha moment or did you really not have an aha moment? Was it just, when did it turn around?
1: I think it did. I mean, I started looking for solutions. I started looking for, you know, I started I started reading, you know, good books again, like good brain food. I started listening to podcasts like this one, <laughs> right. you know, like, okay, like where's where's information? Like, how can I get myself into a better mindset and into a better place? Uh, and I remember specifically one night, I just could not sleep. I could not sleep. It was four o'clock in the morning. And I was like, all right, I've had it. I've just, I've had it. <laughs> like, right. This is not... This has got to change. Something's got to change. And I just got up. It was 4 a.m., but I got up. I made myself a cup of coffee. I sat down at my desk and I started writing. And I started writing all the things that I wanted, all the things that I was not happy with. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started breaking them down into, okay, so how am I going to attack this? Like what action steps am I going to take in order to make things different? Because that's where kind of the magic is, right? Right. I think that the magic is in saying... Um, I am responsible. It's not up to my spouse to like, you know, act better so that we have a better relationship. It's not up to my clients to be easier. It's not up to my kids to behave better so that everything, you know, seems like, you know, smooth sailing. Like it is my responsibility to look at things and say, what can I do about this? All right. This is what life looks like right now. Um, I want these things to change. And what am I, Courtney Hopper, what am I going to do to, to, uh, to get myself into a better space. So, um,
0: go ahead. yeah, no, no, go ahead, Courtney.
1: Sorry. I was going to say, so writing it down and then saying, okay, this is, this is my vision. You know, this is my vision for where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the things that are most, most irritating to me right now. And then breaking it down further. These are the things that I can take. These are the action steps that I can take like today in the morning, um, in order to, uh, to, to change direction here.
0: Okay, is that how you would say you took responsibility? When you say you took responsibility for your own path, is that the action that you took to take responsibility for it? Was to run? Yeah,
1: I think that I think that looking at myself, um, and I think that everybody has this ability, but I think that sometimes we forget. Um, you know, we don't we don't necessarily do it and say, like, my life is mine, right? Everything. I think that taking kind of radical responsibility and saying everything that happens to me. Um, I play a role in mm-hmm. right. Nothing happens right. to me. <laughs> right? right, I'm not. I am not a victim here. Like life does not shove itself in my direction, and then I have to deal with it. Like I can be the driver of my own ship. I mm-hmm. can take action to make things different. And I think that just even the mindset of, you know, this this is my responsibility to, um, you know, to, to take action, I think is super, super important. And then figuring out like what, what the next steps are, if you are coming to whatever issue, you know, you have with that mindset.
0: Right. And I think as solopreneurs, it's so easy, you know, you're one woman show. I mean, you know, there's men that do it too, but you're a one woman show and you have to realize that as a one woman show, it's a lot of things that we have to take responsibility. So I think you gave us some tips, but could you give us some other practical ways that we could take responsibility and maybe um, move forward with, you know, looking at yourself and examining what's not working.
1: Yeah, I think that that's absolutely correct. I think a lot of women actually really struggle with this. And a lot of women who are driven, who have careers, who want more out of life. I think that we have a tendency to take on so much, see opportunity everywhere. Um, And I think that one one of the really important things is to kind of look in the future and say, okay, what does my dream life look like? Like, what, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why? Yeah. What kind of impact do I want to have? What do I want my, you know, home life to look like? What do I want my business life to look like? You know, I remember as a kid, and I think a lot of us like dreamt, right? Dreamt about like, we spent a lot of time daydreaming, Right. Having visions of like what what we wanted for ourselves. Um, And I don't know that we spend so much time doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of you know, we get beaten down, I think, a little bit by by just life and reality. And I think that going back to a place where we actually have a vision for what we want, what we want our marriage to look like, what we want our bank account to look like, you know, what we want our dream home to look like, what we want our business to look like, what kind of impact we want to make in the world. And saying, like, that is possible. I think we have to believe that that ideal life, that better that better feeling life mm-hmm. actually can exist and that there is a way to get there.
0: Right.
1: And I think that, that we lose that when we get older, more responsible, you know, career focused. <laughs> yes. I think we lose that, like, that, like, optimism for, you know, a path that can lead us to where we want to go.
0: Right. And I think that, you know, you're so right that, you know, you you get on the daily grind of what you have to do in your to-do list. But then sometimes, and I even recently, Courtney was talking to some other women that are entrepreneurs and they, they were saying, you know, it's almost, I think some people think, well, I did inventory. I I worked with a clarity coach two years ago and I'm finished and it's like, no, you're not finished. It's a continually thing. Your vision changes, your goals change, um, you, you move. And, and I think people have to understand this is an ongoing thing to be able to grow and to be able to move your business, you know? It's
1: always, always growth. And I think that growth actually is a, um, is a very powerful um, kind of mindset to always have, Mm-hmm. I find it to be completely addicting <laughs> yes. um, and it's and it's and it's momentum in the right direction. Right. Um, learning more, growing, becoming better, doing better is very exhilarating. Right. And it's honestly one most people I think will do um, you know, or, or uh, follow a solopreneur path because you, you, you know, you enjoy sort of getting uncomfortable and growing and becoming better and learning right and when we stop doing that and we say okay well here's sort of where we are these are my daily tasks for the day when you get into this very monotonous and uh and uh non-growth mindset then i think uh you're in for a bit of trouble both professionally and personally
0: yeah and i think and i think that you know people I don't know why, Courtney, but I think people think, oh, I just need to make money. And it's like, well, everybody needs to make money to live and to pay their bills. But you got to have more clarity. You can go out and just make money, but you're going to be miserable. I mean, somebody said, well, I can't waste my time. I had somebody tell me, I can't waste my time on um, pursuing my dream because I need to make money. And I'm like, why can't you have both? I think, and I think that you can, I think that it's important to look and say, okay, these are the things that
1: really bring me joy. These are really the things that I need to have in my life to have a full life. And I believe that, you know, when you are adding these things in, when you are lighting yourself up and when you feel amazing, you actually make way more money. People are drawn to good energy. People are drawn to people that, you know, that, uh, that, that have a spark, um, and we, you know, like it's it's much easier to do business. Everything flows better. I think that when we are kind of stuck and we're just in that daily grind or we feel overwhelmed um, and we're in this kind of like ocean of, <laughs> you know, monotony. Oh, my gosh, this is life. I guess this is what life looks like. Um, and you're not really, really like, you know, enjoying and motivated and, and joyful and optimistic, I think that it's, it actually is much more difficult. I think every, everything is harder.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, doing things out of fear and like you said, not out of joy and finding that internal joy. I mean, when you do things out of fear, um, there is going to be an end result. It may not happen in one year. It may not happen in two years, but there will be a result. I mean, somebody was like, no, I know people who work for 20 years out of fear. And I'm like, no, nope, there's something on the other end of that that is not good. You know, um, fear does no good. And I think a lot of people act out of fear of doing things and not looking clearly and trying to get clarity, you know, on um, what they need to do. So, mm-hmm. Courtney, can, can you tell us a little more about your YouTube channel and the other things besides real estate that you do? Yes, yes, yes.
1: So, so, yes, So, I am an agent here in the city, um, but I do feel passionate about helping people um, you know, feel uplifted, light their own light, if you will, take responsibility for you know their path and their direction, um and just kind of like re engage with life you know this this right. is it, right there is no end place there it 's not like when we are successful, then our life begins, and then we can have fun, like this is it, this is it, so we may as well make the best of it and right. enjoy ourselves along the way, right. Um, I do have a uh, I do have a podcast, uh, A Life Less Ordinary. You can find it on all the major platforms. Um, And I also have a YouTube channel called Conversations with Courtney. And I interview people um, who do amazing, wonderful, fun things um, in the hopes of, you know, helping people have texture, add context, add excitement to their to their day to day.
0: Oh, that is so exciting. And where can people find your information about real estate and the other adventures? I mean, I know you said the podcast is everywhere, but where can they find out more about you or if they want to buy a home from you? Courtney?
1: Good question. So I have two different platforms. Uh, you can find information on the market, real estate, New York City at CourtneyHopperRealEstate.com. Oh, we uh, missed can, it.
0: Courtney, can you repeat it one more time? I'm sorry. Of course, of course.
1: CourtneyHopperRealEstate.com. Okay. and you can find links to my podcast my youtube my blog and other inspire uh inspirational uh things at uh, courtneyhopper.com
0: okay courtney thank you so much and i will actually put the links uh when i when we post this i will put the links here thank you so much i could talk to you for hours about all of this. I mean, you know, we've known each other for a while, so it's interesting, you know, how much you're giving now. And I love what you're doing. and I love that you're doing a YouTube channel and guys, Courtney is great. So you have to go check out her podcast and I will be, we will be in contact soon, Courtney, and I hope you have a productive and joyful day. Thank you so much for coming on Women Solopreneurs.
1: Thank you, Paula, for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you.